Welcome to the Vine Podcast, brought to you by Crosspoint Creative. This podcast, we will be diving into entertainment, music, movies, TV shows, sports, and real-life topics all through a Christian lens and a Christian perspective. So make sure you subscribe, so that way you can get notifications whenever new episodes are released. Hey guys, I'm Manny. Thank you guys for joining me. Today we're going to be spending some time talking about mental health. I think mental health is a huge subject. It's an important subject. And unfortunately, it's a subject that I think overall uh, churches have dropped the ball over the years and really discussing and going over. When I say something like mental health uh, over the years, it's, it's just something that's been almost taboo at the church level. Uh, unfortunately, just lack of education or just um, not understanding what it entails. And I don't think that's just on the church level, but just also in years past, you know, not fully understanding it. If you think of past generations and um, the way that they felt about um, you not being uh, in a good place mentally, you know, they would say things like, you know, suck it up or um, be tougher, you know, uh, man up, uh, get over it, get over yourself, things of that nature. And so uh, the more and more data that comes out about mental health, I, I think it's it's an important subject that uh, the, the church should lead the forefront in. It's, we shouldn't wait for the world um, to, 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 to be the ones that actually lead the charge on the importance of mental health. I think it's something that we as Christians should absolutely be pushing um, and definitely be spending time in, in connecting and conversing uh, with our people, with our friends, with our families, keeping an open eye on, on some of these things uh, that we're seeing. You know, there's some uh, information and some studies that show the generalized anxiety disorder affects 6.8 million adults or 3.1% of the U.S. population. Uh, yet only 43% are receiving any types of treatment. Uh, social anxiety affects 15 million adults or 7.1% of the U.S. population. And I'll actually go one further and say that those numbers are low. Those numbers are low. And I think the reason why those numbers are not the true numbers is for the simple fact of um, some of our folks and, and, and what we've experienced in our life again. And so, you know, to admit that you're not doing okay mentally or you're struggling or that you might be struggling with some sort of anxiety or some sort of depression uh, is looked down upon almost like a weakness. And so how many people are truly out there who are struggling and just not really making any moves to get the help that they need in order to get better? I mean, anxiety disorders um, affect 31.9% of adolescents. The research shows that untreated teens with anxiety disorders are at a higher risk to perform poorly in school, to miss out on important social experiences, and might lead to future substance abuse. And so it's... it's uh, it's something that's attacking our kids sooner and sooner. And so I think for us as parents, for us as the church, for us as family, we, we, we can't keep closing our eyes and being naive to this, thinking that it's just going to go away. We should be uh, proponents of our loved ones and ourselves being in a good place mentally, um, making sure we get the help that we need 
You see, according to the American Institute of Stress, about 33% of people report feeling extreme stress. 33% of people. That's 77% of people experience stress that affects their physical health. 73% of the people have stress that impacts their mental health. And 48% of people have trouble sleeping because of stress. And so stress plays a huge role huge role um, in in mental health, you know, and stress can lead to to serious mental health concerns um, and and issues. And so I, I think it's time for the church to to actually step up and and be uh, agents of love and change and help. you know, we just came off of a sermon series named Fear. Um, where we've been focusing on fear and, and and faith in uncertain times, just the importance of, you know, um, not turning the blind eye to it, um, asking God for courage in order for us to take the proper steps in order to get the help that we need so that we could be who God's always called us to be. How many people have have wrestled with the idea of going to get help just because of the negative connotation of someone who struggles with mental health. And it's a shame because if the people who speak out against getting help for mental health, I guarantee you they're the ones who would tell you that if you uh, were struggling with diabetes, you should probably uh, go see a doctor and take something for it. If you were you know, struggling with migraines, you know, maybe shut off the lights or wear glasses or take medicine for it. If you struggle with heart condition, you should probably go see a cardiologist and figure out what type of beta blocker potentially you should be taking uh, in, in order to help you get into a better place of health. You know, if you're struggling with uh, obesity, they'll tell you to, man, hit the gym, maybe do something with a lifestyle change, maybe change the way that you eat. But when it comes to the subject of mental health, they don't look at it that way. I think mental health is just as important as your cardiovascular health. And you know, what a lot of people don't understand is that if your mind isn't right, your entire body will suffer. And not just that, but if your mind isn't right, your family will suffer. Your children will suffer. Your marriage will suffer. And so it's so important for you um, to take the proper steps in order to be proactive in your own mental health. It's not weakness to ask for help. It's actually courage and strength. And so I, I think it's important for, for if you're, you know, dealing with depression, dealing with anxiety, um, don't lie to yourself anymore about it. You know, reach out for help. You know, set up an appointment with your uh, physician uh, set up with an appointment with your primary care physician. And so if it's something that they don't seem to care about, if it's something that they're not willing to give you help with, then I think you, it may be time for you to look for a new physician. I think it's important that you be the one who is proactive about your mental health. How many years, how many months has your family had to struggle with you not being okay? Don't they deserve the best version of you? That I think it's just so important to take those proper steps. I think it's so important to potentially 
get online and, and, and look up counseling, look up Christian counseling uh, for yourself, look up therapy as a way to to talk about some of the things that you're internalizing, to talk about some of the things that are stressing you out, to talk about some of the things that have you down or have you feeling depressed or have you feeling anxious. What are those triggers that, that really lead you down that path? How can you get to a good, healthy place mentally? And how about medicine? Again, that's another subject that's been taboo for so many years. People look down or people tell you, no, 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 don't do that. There's a, a negative connotation about it, but it's the same thing. Like I said, those would be the same people that if they, that if, you know, they got a headache or something, they're going to take Tylenol for it. Or, or if they have, you know, um, s serious issues, health concerns, health issues, and their physician prescribes them a medication, guess what? They're... They're going to take that as well. And so, listen, I, I think, again, for years we have been um, so wrong and, and not getting out in front of this and talking about it. And, and it's so important. Listen, if, if a SSRI or an SNRI is going to help you at home, is going to help you get off the couch, it's going to help you enjoy life is going to help you enjoy your family it's going to help you bring back enjoyment in the things that you used to enjoy that you haven't enjoyed in weeks or months or years then absolutely you should be proactive in taking something that's going to help you feel better I, I believe it i believe it with all my heart yes i believe that god can stretch out his hand and heal you if it's in his will but I believe that God can also heal you through therapy. I believe that God can also heal you um, through counseling. I believe that God can also heal you through medicine. I absolutely do. And maybe it's just the fact that I was a pharmaceutical salesman for, you know, for five years. But I, I learned about the, the human brain. I learned how the how the brain is supposed to work, and then I learned how the brain with depression and anxiety, um, how it's almost misfiring, how there's something off, how the lack of serotonin can lead to you just not being happy, you not enjoying the things that you used to enjoy, whereas some of these medications make it so that serotonin increases in your brain in order for you to potentially smile or laugh again or enjoy things that you used to enjoy giving you the energy to to get up and actually do something like wanting to play with your kids or wanting to take a trip to the zoo where before that you you didn't want to get out of bed you didn't want to get off the couch you didn't want to get out into the world god sent his only son to die on a cross to make you new to make you whole to make you complete You've been potentially struggling with this for way too long. And God wants you to do something about it. And my prayer for you is that you would take the proper steps, that you would ask God for the courage to take that first step. What does that first step look like for you? Maybe that first step again is setting up an appointment with your primary care physician, telling them that you are struggling with depression, you are struggling with anxiety. Maybe it's, again, at looking for uh, Christian counselors in your area that you can schedule appointments with. 
in order for you to get the proper counseling and the proper therapy to talk through some things. Man, what are things that you potentially have been holding on to for years that could be things that are triggering this? Maybe it's the time of the year. Maybe it's the holidays. Maybe it's past pain, heartbreak, the loss of a loved one. Listen, therapy, counseling, speaking through your problems is going to be something that is, it can't be bad for you. It's super beneficial. And maybe again, it's what if your physician decides to, you know, to provide a medication that could help you? Why not? I think you deserve it. I think your family deserves it. And my prayer again is that God would give you the courage to take the steps that you need in order to go do something about it. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we pray, Lord God, for those that have been struggling, Lord, for those that are in need, Lord God, of breakthrough, for those that are in need of your love and your mercy and your grace. Father God, of those that could use a breakthrough, Father God, from depression and from anxiety, Father God, from fear, from stress, would you stretch out your hand and heal them, Lord? If you wanted to heal them, Lord God, through through simply you stretching out your hand, we pray that you would do that right now, Father God. Lord God, if it's uh, through counseling therapy, Lord, through a medicine, Lord, I pray, Lord God, that those that are hearing my voice, Lord, that they would pray and that you would give them courage to take the next step in order to get healthy. Lord, we love you and we trust you and we thank you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.